You're listening to Renegade Talk Radio. Naomi Wolf and her team at the Daily Clout submitted a Freedom of Information Act request to the Centers for Disease Control, requesting all emails sent and received by Dr. Rochelle P. Walensky, Sherry A. Berger, and Kevin Griffiths between the dates of February 1st and May 31st of 2021, containing the word myocarditis. They received hundreds of pages showing that the White House and the entire COVID response team knew that the COVID vaccines were killing people and causing blood clots heart attacks, and myocarditis. They also received 46 additional pages that were not requested. Of these 46 pages, over 80% of them were fully redacted and involved the White House and the Executive Office of the President. These redacted emails were labeled Draft White House Script and some tough Q&A. They knew in the spring of 2021 that these shots were killing people. I've said over and over, and I don't mean to belabor this, but to remind everyone, when Steve says, how could this happen? I always say, from my experience working around a White House, that it can't happen unless the boss says it has to or that it can. You can't kill Americans. I've said this so many times on this show, um, knowingly without the OK of the president. So I knew that up the chain of command, the White House had to be involved in these decisions. But we just didn't have the, the smoking gun. Now we have the smoking gun. You remember we have 200 volunteer lawyers. So one of these lawyers' name is Ed Berkovich, and he FOIA'd, meaning sent a Freedom of Information Act demand to the CDC about myocarditis. And something very interesting happened. He got um, 472 pages uh, from the CDC in response to that FOIA. He was also given an additional 46 pages, which he didn't ask for. And these additional 46 pages, over 80% of the pages were fully redacted. The redactions were, quote, pursuant to 5 U.S.C. 552 exemptions 5 and 6. What is redacted was solicited or shared with the president or his most senior advisors. They know it's happening. The other thing they're freaking out about is myocarditis. They know it's happening. The evidence came in, the updates came in, and the the American people are going to be asking questions or starting to ask questions. So they convene a crisis, a set of crisis meetings, basically, in which um, they're basically trying to formulate a press response. These are all press people. They crafted a, a media response. And by the way, there are people who deal with broadcast news as well in that list. And the media response doesn't tell the truth after May of 2021. They rolled out myocarditis. And remember what they said always, 
extremely rare, mild resolves, extremely rare, mild resolves. They knew that they were lying and they said nothing about the clotting issue from what I recall. So basically they created from this set of crisis communications directed by the White House with the White House's most senior advisors, the COVID-19 response project, which was overseen by the White House at the behest of the White House to create a media response that you experienced all of 2021, all of 2022, to get you to keep injecting this into your body and injecting it into the bodies of your loved ones. And they knew that they were lying and they knew that they were hurting people with blood clots, platelet problems, and heart damage. And that's what they did. And that's what happened. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. All right, folks, that's the latest from Greg Reese. Latest Reese report at band.video. White House knew COVID vaccines were killing people over two years ago. And yes, we are going to continue on that topic and so much more on today's program. Thanks so much for being here with us. We are coming to you live from the InfoWars studio this Thursday morning, 28th of September. We'll do your daily dispatch. On the other side, we got war, we got treason, we got mass murder, genocide, transgenderism. It's all coming up, folks. Don't go anywhere. This is The American Journal. It's Thursday, September 28th, the year of our Lord, 2023. And you're listening to the american journal with your host harrison smith watch it live right now at band.video i think it's good morning ladies and gentlemen welcome to the american journal i'm your host harrison smith very glad to be coming to you this thursday morning from the Infowars headquarters here in austin texas we have a lot of stuff to to cover today a lot of videos to show you as well some ones that we're gonna we're gonna get through them together folks we got to watch the view we got to watch general mark milley try to justify his treasonous activities it's it's like painful to have to watch this sort of stuff but we'll do it we'll do it and we'll we'll make it a little less painful we'll break the tedium by uh, mocking it relentlessly so stay tuned for that Taking your phone calls today as well I have yesterday to make up for since we didn't get to any phone calls we'll Make sure to open up the phone lines nice and early today. We might be having a guest today or maybe tomorrow. We'll see how it uh, pans out. But regardless, we'll be hearing from you at some point uh, very, very shortly. But before then, let's get into it as we do every day. Here it is, your Daily Dispatch. Here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Thursday, the 28th of September, 2023. Elon Musk fires ex-election integrity team for undermining election integrity. Believe it or not, Elon Musk announced on Wednesday that he has cut the electoral integrity team at X, formerly Twitter, in half, including the newly brought on board head of the group, Aaron Rodericks. When the news was reported, Musk replied, oh, you mean the election integrity team that was undermining election integrity? Yeah, they're gone. (laughs) A person familiar with the circumstances said that four people had been released, which constitutes the whole of the election integrity unit in Dublin. It's kind of weird. In an August uh, blog post, X said they were – there were positions available on the threat disruption team and that the company was currently expanding our safety and elections team to focus on combating manipulation, surfacing inauthentic accounts, and closely monitoring the platform for emerging threats. 
which, yeah, that's exactly what they should be doing, right? Making sure that there's not a bot farmed false trends taking place. Like other than that, other than the actual stuff that only the big tech company itself can handle with the back end that they have, other than that, they got no role determining what is and is not true and trying to bring election integrity when all they do is undermine it. It's kind of like how the disinformation team uh, was destroyed by disinformation. So ironic whenever these tyrannical, despotic idiots try to uh, impose their view of the world on everybody else. It never works out, does it? Again, say what you want about Elon Musk. For every one creepy thing he, he gets into, for every one brain chip in your head, there's like 99 amazing things that he's doing. So, so far, he's in the uh, – the, the positive column outweighs the uh, negative column so far. Next up is this story. The keys are my family – the keys to my family's only asset. House Ways and Means Committee releases explosive documents confirming Hunter sold access to Joe Biden in 23 countries. On Wednesday, the House Ways and Means Committee voted to release new documents from IRS whistleblower testimony confirming that Hunter Biden sold access to his father. Joe Biden via the family brand. The explosive documents revealed Hunter Biden was selling the, quote, Biden family brand in 23 countries. The Biden family foreign influence peddling operations suggest an effort to sway U.S. policy decisions, House Ways and Means Chairman Jason Smith said. The committee released a June 6, 2017 WhatsApp message from Hunter Biden to a business associate that he was not willing to, quote, sign over my family's brand or give the individual the keys to my family's only asset. Corruption. Corruption is the keys or is the uh, only asset they have. And again, I'm seeing this so much where it's like, uh, if you have a big problem with uh, the president earning money from China, then maybe you should talk to Donald Trump, who made a lot of money in China. It's like, oh, what, when he was building giant skyscrapers there, when he was operating an international business for 40 years and making billions of dollars and creating tens of thousands of jobs by actually creating tangible assets that made money for him the whole time. Gee, that's so similar to Joe Biden just being in office for 70 plus years and selling his name to foreign oligarchs. It's like this is not a comparison. That's an absurd parallel to draw, but we're dealing with absurd people. So that makes sense, I guess. Meanwhile, here's an interesting story. Travis King, American soldier back in U.S. after being freed by North, America, North Korea. I don't even think we gave him anything. They just, they just didn't want him anymore. You know, most of the time, North Korea is able to legitimately get their hands on an American. It becomes a big thing. It's like months and months, years sometimes of negotiation as America tries to get him back. North Korea tries to extort their position. For the biggest gain possible. In this case, they're just like, can you take him, please, actually? Actually, we, we didn't want him. We didn't invite him. We just, just – he's yours. You have – you're responsible for him. Please take him back, please. U.S. Army Private Travis King arrived back in the United States uh, – on the United States 
soil Thursday after being returned to American custody. Weeks after he crossed into North Korea, a Defense Department official said King flew in on a U.S. military flight landing at Kelly Field at Joint Base San Antonio Fort Sam Houston around 1.30 a.m. Eastern time. The official said a CNN camera captured what appears to be King being escorted off the plane by several people. They met officials waiting on the ground and led King off to another area of the military base out of sight of the camera. While questions still remain, such as what prompted King to enter North Korea and whether he will face any disciplinary action, his return marks a rare diplomatic success between Washington and Pyongyang at a time of fraught relations. So remember, this guy was stationed in South Korea and was like a like – I'm pretty sure he's like a communist. Like I'm pretty sure he just wanted to live in North Korea and fled across the DMZ into North Korea, into North Korea on his own volition. He wasn't kidnapped. He wasn't – it wasn't like Otto, Otto Warmbier where he was a American tourist that, you know, spit his gum on the sidewalk and suddenly found himself in shackles, uh, you know, with, with – brain-eating aneurysms, aneurysms injected into his uh, head. It, this guy wanted to go to North Korea, thought he was going to be like received like a hero because North Koreans are always looking for this propaganda coup of like even the Americans are desperate to flee their capitalist country. Uh, it's, 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 apparently he's just unbearable. Apparently he's unbearable. P- apparently even the totally captured communist nation of North Korea – just like doesn't want to deal with American communists. There's like eh, you, your your people's leftists are unbearable. Take him back, please. We'll see what develops there. <laughs> Running, he ran away. He ran away to North Korea. Takeaways from the second Republican at presidential. Oh yeah, there was a presidential debate yesterday. Apparently, <laughs> nobody really knew about it. Donald Trump wasn't there, so it was just a. Uh, Really just a loud and pointless conversation held by a bunch of second placers. Second 2024 Republican presidential primary debate ended just as it began with former President Donald Trump, who hasn't appeared alongside his rivals on stage as the party's dominant frontrunner. The seven GOP contenders in Wednesday's night showdown at the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library in Simi Valley, California, provided a handful of memorable moments, including former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley unloading what often seemed like the entire field's pent-up frustration with entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy, saying things like, quote, Honestly, every time I hear you, I feel a little bit dumber for what you say, she said to him at one point. Which, again, you people are learning the, lo- the wrong lesson from Trump's campaign. It's like when... Uh, Ron DeSantis was like, we're going we're gonna to get into the federal office and start slitting throats. It's like, oh, my God, don't do that. What is wrong with you? It's like they think that the thing about Trump was that he was just like a bully and was like off the cuff and mean. Like I think they sort of bought the leftist propaganda about Trump, and they think that if they're just mean and, and petulant, that somehow makes them Trumpian. It's like, no, you have to have stuff to back it up. You have to actually be a funny – genial person because then when you're mean like that it uh comes across as something we can all laugh with not cringe at they're getting the wrong message from the uh, success of trump we'll show you clips from that vivek ramaswamy of course saying brilliant things that are obvious and this confuses the uh, establishment gop finally we have this u.s late night shows to resume next week after writers end their strike so it'll be a period of mourning 
Have you tried taking the real red pill? A one-of-a-kind heart and brain formula designed exclusively for InfoWarsStore.com. One of the most powerful ingredients in Real Red Pill Plus is pregnanolone. Pregnanolone levels decrease with age, and low levels are associated with fatigue, low brain function, and unhealthy aging. The Real Red Pill Plus also provides essential trace minerals, such as vitamin B12, calcium, copper, and zinc. Featuring naturally occurring L-theanine, caffeine, and theobromine, the energy blend inside the Real Red Pill Plus provides an extra pick-me-up for your day that goes beyond the second cup of coffee. So visit Visit InfoWarsStore.com, go down the rabbit hole, and try taking the real red pill. Now 25% off for a limited time at InfoWarsStore.com. Bodies is back. The ultimate turmeric product on the market has returned to InfoWarsStore.com and is now 25% off for a limited time. Utilized for thousands of years, turmeric is one of the most studied medicinal herbs today. Hundreds of peer-reviewed scientific articles are published every year on the chemistry and therapeutic potential of turmeric and its active components. Bodies will reduce inflammation throughout the body, help boost and support flexibility, increase mobility, assist in joint function, bolster your immune system, and so much more. Regular turmeric from the store contains about 1-5% to of the active ingredient curcuminoids, but our super powerful extract using Bodies contains over 95% of the active ingredient in turmeric. No other product can compare with this curcuminoid delivery system. So if you want to put the true power of turmeric to the test, then look no further. Grab yourself a bottle today for 25% off at M4Store.com and put your body at ease. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. We have so many videos to get to. I'm going to try to get to as many as possible here. We'll start with a little bit of a throwback. Now, as you know, if you're a regular regular viewer of this program or, or subscribe to me on Twitter, I really don't like or participate in any right-wing inter conflict right i just it's not helpful doesn't help progress the message or the cause these purity spirals or like sniping one another some people on the right wing i like some i don't but as long as they're trying to do something that progresses humanity i'm not about to you know throw a stick in their spokes just not interested in it sometimes it kind of comes back to to bite you in the butt because one of the things that i would otherwise ridicule ad nauseum is people like Ben Shapiro and the Daily Wire, this new tactic they have, this new thing that they do, where they do like TikTok reaction videos. I despise this. I really, something visceral in me rebels at this every time I see it because all it is is somebody else's work. All it is is somebody else's video and it's like Ben Shapiro reacts to, and it's just, he's just sitting there like, he's just sitting there smiling dumbly while somebody else's video plays. And then it's like 10 million views on Ben Shapiro's channel when he provides absolutely no 
added value to the uh, video itself. Again, I wouldn't bring this up because whatever, do what you want to, you know, this is how they want to make money. That's what they can do. You know, if it, if it helps, I guess, get the message out to more people, fine. That's fine. So I've never brought up this style of, of content creation. I think it's lazy and annoying. I've never brought it up because I don't like to uh, engage in, in just like infighting sort of stuff. But I sort of wish I had before so you can all understand how annoying it is to me that one of my videos has now been featured by Ben Shapiro. Nice. Reacted to. Reacted to by Ben Shapiro. Let's just go ahead and go to this video. This is uh, clip number 12. Here's Ben Shapiro reacting to uh, this InfoWars short featuring yours truly. Let's watch. The FBI was withholding from congressional oversight a document showing that during the Obama administration, Biden accepted a $10 million bribe through his son Hunter to force the firing of a Ukrainian prosecutor that was investigating corruption, an event that Donald Trump looked into, sparking the first impeachment and forcing the arming of Ukraine, in turn setting the stage for the current war against Russia. Evidence of the bribe was also in Hunter Biden's laptop, which the FBI also had, but that they swore was Russian disinformation and infiltrated social media to censor during the 2020 campaign. All while the FBI investigates Trump for having classified documents, despite the FBI admittedly letting Hillary Clinton off for a similar charge in 2016 when they were simultaneously launching the Russiagate investigation into Donald Trump using falsified evidence provided by the Clinton campaign. Do I have that all straight? Mostly, yeah, which is troubling. Oh, thanks, Ben. Yeah, I know. No, thanks. I, I really needed that yeah, added value. You really... Uh, commentary there really groundbreaking stuff <laughs> it's just it's so lazy it's so just like nothing just share somebody else's video but just tag on you being like uh-huh yep why did they even <laughs> cut to ben <laughs> what was that <laughs> just wait we're setting it up okay uh, the crew is working on they're conniving we're not conniving sorry you you were hey, saying I so say, i got distracted got distracted by the hellish scream in the middle there i, I gotta say uh the books behind ben shapiro looked surprisingly fake uh, pretty fake. fake having a fake bookshelf behind you the temerity the tenacity of these people well, i i meant like i i you know they could be very real but he's never read them Right? Did he read those books on set? I don't know. He's, I don't know. he's sort of a nerdy guy. I wouldn't be surprised if he'd read he a lot of books. He pitches Blinkist. No. You can't trust the man. No, hold on, right? hold he's on. He's never read a book in his life. He's just listened to the 15-minute synopsis. You think that's what he's doing? He's. I, I used to listen to The Daily Wire and The Ben Shapiro Show, and Blinkist was one of his sponsors, and I'm pretty sure that's what he's going on. It's all fraudulent. It's all fraudulent. Now... Here's I, I want to make something very clear, uh, and I've read all of these books, but every single one of these books I've read thoroughly. It actually might kind of be true. Any of the ones facing forward I have read, more or less, mostly, for the most part. I gave it a good try. Or, or, or we just caught him on Blinkist. I just, well, I listened to him. I listened to a lot of audiobooks. I call that reading. We've got a new sponsor. <laughs> we have no new sponsors. Our only sponsor is InfoWarsStore.com. But I want to make something very clear. If you want to do this, you are more than welcome. I would never criticize an info warrior like the people listening to me right now. If you're out there listening to me, you're just a, a regular Joe. You got, you know, you work 
your, your eight hours and you, you run a social media platform on the side or you're a student or you're just like a small-scale influencer, like if you're not Ben Shapiro, I'm not going to criticize you for doing stuff like this. I think that's what we need. We need more people uploading videos, even if it is like, well, I'll put my face on, call it a reaction video. Like, that's, that's great. Do that. Go ahead. You're more than welcome. It's the fact that it's Ben Shapiro doing this that gets me a little bit annoyed. Like the fact that here's a guy with like this massive company, this massive platform, this huge podcast, uh, and then he's got to like make extra money on the side by stealing other people's content and not reacting to it. Again, I wouldn't even care if he actually reacted in a way that added value to the thing. Like if he, you know, at the end there, he's like, yeah, the sad part is that's uh, mostly true. And it's like, okay, well, what about it is not true? Where did I get anything wrong? And what does this entail? And what does this mean? Add something to the clip if you're going to take the clip. I guess it's nice. I guess it's good. We got Mad Max World.TV, the URL up there for just about a quarter million people. That's the number of views it's had in the last three days. Something like 31,000 likes. He could have at least given you the the Twitter shout out. Exactly. Follow he could have this said, guy you know, at. Yeah, yeah. Oh, a clip from uh, Infowars. That's Harrison Smith of the American Journal. Yeah, that'd be nice. That, that would have been nice. Ben? Don't make us call the ADL on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we got we got featured. Isn't that a lovely? Um, isn't that a lovely, nice sort of uh, honor? Aren't we it was honored? Nice. It was nice. We we, we can call honored. that an American Journal in the wild. Yes, spotted in the wild. And thank you to my mom's church friend for sending that to her. Because I, that is the good. The good thing is there's a lot of people that don't watch us that do watch Ben Shapiro, and maybe this is uh, the the back path that we take into their minds, right? They hear Infowars. They're like, oh, that's, that's scary. That's, they're conspiracy theorists. But I'll watch Ben Shapiro, and they watch Ben Shapiro, and he plays a clip of ours, and they're like, oh, oh these guys are a lot more tuned into it than Ben is. Oh, these guys actually seem like they get what's going on. Maybe I will go watch Infowars. Maybe I'll cancel my Daily Wire subscription and go to InfoWarsStore.com. Maybe I'll take some Real Red Pill Plus. Maybe I'll change my entire mindset and suddenly activate my nascent potential to become a powerful human being. Maybe I'll become a true InfoWarrior and sign up for the monthly delivery. Maybe I'll take Vitamin Mineral Fusion and really combat the poisoning that's taking place from our soil to our air to our water. Maybe I will support the info war, and maybe I will rescue humanity from the depths of the globalist prison. Stay tuned. More videos on the other side. My fellow patriots, the trifecta has not been in stock for years. Many of these products have been sold out for years, but we've not had all three of them at once together at InfoWarsStore.com for 40% off. This is your best opportunity at the lowest price to support the broadcast, but more importantly, experience DNA Force Plus, Real Red Pill Plus, and Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula. All three of these products are back in stock right now for a limited time at 40% off. It would take me an hour to tell you about what's in DNA Force Plus or Real Red Pill Plus or Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula. Go to InfoWarsStore.com Read about these products, find out why they're so game-changing, and get yours today. DNA Force Plus, Real Red Pill Plus, Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula, all three back in stock. It's the trifecta sale, 
40% off for a limited time at InfoWarsStore.com, and it keeps us on air. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. Watching the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the American Journal. Your host, Ben Shapiro. Glad you're here today. We have a lot of of stories to cover. We have a lot. I really just want to play videos for probably this whole first hour because we do have so many. Uh, let's go to some of these clips from last night's Republican presidential debate. Yes, it was the second second place debate. Second 2024 Republican primary debate ended just as it began with former President Donald Trump, they say. There were some uh, there was some well, some bitchiness on display, some petulance, some backbiting. It's just it's just the whole thing is is weird, man. The whole thing is weird. You've got the Democratic Party who went completely insane in 2016, completely off the rails, just throwing every precedent out the window as they just went for Donald Trump regardless of the consequences, assured in their own fantasy world that they would get away with all of it they launched investigations they spun media campaigns they basically destroyed democracy as we know it because the person that they didn't want to get elected got elected so now it's not important who the people elect it's the deep state outwardly taking control like they went insane and they're still going insane And they're once again just shattering every precedent, just setting the table for outrageous tyranny down the line. If they get away with what they're doing now to President Trump, they launch investigation after investigation, indictment after indictment, whether it's him paying for an ex-lover to be quiet but filing it under the wrong label or calling the governor of Georgia – or saying let's peacefully protest and this being warped and twisted into some sort of secretive dog whistle call to violence. I mean they are tearing our country apart as they attempt to shut down this revolutionary political landscape-shifting event that was Donald Trump being elected. That's one side. On the other side, you have a bunch of Republicans getting together without Donald Trump to trash-talk Donald Trump and to attack him from the other side and to basically do the Democrats bidding for them as they attempt to egotistically build up their own hopeless campaigns in their own bizarre fantasy world where they think they have a chance against Donald Trump. Like they know they don't have a chance, so what are they doing? What are they doing? They can't win, and – I get if you're still going to play the game like Vivek Ramaswamy, knowing that you'll never get the candidacy, but also knowing that you have a platform now to massively shift the conversation as a presidential candidate and to set yourself up for perhaps the vice president position. 
But if you're attacking Trump, you're, then you're definitely not going to be his vice president, right? So you're definitely not going to win the nomination, and you're definitely not going to have a position in Trump's cabinet or his vice president position or his campaign at all. So what are they doing? They're just up there giving ammo to the Democrats. They're just up there participating in the dissection of the American system using Donald Trump as an excuse. What are they doing? What is the point of this? I honestly want to know what they think they're doing and how they think this benefits anybody, even themselves. I don't even get how this would benefit themselves. It won't. So what are they doing? Well, they're embarrassing themselves and all of us by pretending to be like Trump, by taking the absolute wrong lesson from the Donald Trump campaign. Again, you've got Nikki Haley saying things to Vivek Ramaswamy. By the way, every every intelligent viewer of any Republican primary activities, you have to respect Vivek Ramaswamy. You have to recognize the dude's incredibly sharp. He's incredibly well-spoken. He's incredibly out there to the right of most people on a lot of these topics. He's incredibly open-minded as well. Now, what he says is always framed incorrectly, right? They'll, uh, you know, he's basically like, well, we know that from some of the classified document releases that the American government or the Saudi government, you know, there was stuff about 9-11 that we weren't told until just now. And then that's taken out of context to be like, so you think 9-11 was an inside job, do you? Like they'll take it completely out of uh, context and have to lie about it because what he's saying is not outrageous or ridiculous or even far-fetched whatsoever. But Nikki Haley says to him, honestly, I, every time I hear you, I feel a little bit dumber for what you say, which is like, okay, first of all, you are kind of dumb, so maybe Vivek is helping you come to some sort of realization that would be beneficial to you. But also he is clearly – like I don't know, it's just such a dumb thing to say, and it's said in such a annoying way, in a way that just inspires like revulsion because they think they're being Trumpian. They think like, well, Trump insults people. I'll insult people, but it doesn't work that way. You people have trained your whole lives – to have this veneer of respectability, you should stick with that. You, should see, you shouldn't get into the mud with the pigs. Donald Trump's just in there just having the time of his life. You're like trying to somehow maintain your, clean, your cleanliness, maintain your clean appearance while also getting in the mud, and it just is uncomfortable and weird and annoying and bad. It's bad. Well, so let's look at some of these uh, clips here. We've got... Uh, the big fat guy, what's his name? Chris Christie. Clip number eight. Here's Chris Christie with the with mic drop moment. Incredible. I mean, he's won the candidacy with this. Let's watch. You're not here tonight because you're afraid of being on the stage and defending your record. You're ducking these things. And let me tell you what's going to happen. You keep doing that, no one up here is going to call you Donald Trump anymore. We're going to call you Donald Duck. All right. Oh, oh. Whoa, how will he recover? How will he recover? Did you see that Incredible. like little smirk on his face after he dropped that oh, line? Oh, he thought he did such a good he job. He looked like he just snuck a cookie. I shouldn't even have responded because at the very, like you could hear the whole room groan. They all groan to, they're all like, oh, oh God. And of course the response is, is obvious. I mean, I don't, you don't even have to be Donald Trump. It's just, you know, okay, Porky. Did he actually have his vaccine? 
Uh, did, could, did, did it make it? Did it make it in? Could it penetrate the chins? Just, just don't try, guys. It's please stop. You're just embarrassing yourself and and all of us. Truly, it's not good. And Vivek Ramaswamy, on the other hand, saying awesome, based, incredible stuff like this. Clip number nine. Here's Vivek Ramaswamy. I have to be very clear about this. Transgenderism, especially in kids, is a mental health disorder. We have to acknowledge the truth of that for what it is. I met two young women early in this campaign. On parental rights in school. Parents have the right to know. And you know what the hypocrisy of this is? Even New Hampshire failed to actually get past a piece of legislation here. The very people who say that this increases the risk of suicide are also the ones saying that parents don't have the right to know about that increased risk of suicide. And I'm sorry, it is not compassionate to affirm a kid's confusion. That is not compassion. That is cruelty. I met two young women, Chloe and Katie, early in this campaign who are in their 20s, now regret getting double mastectomies and a hysterectomy. One of them will never have children. And the fact that we allowed that to happen in this country is barbaric. So I will ban genital mutilation or chemical castration. So I keep trying to uh, interrupt him like that was great. That was incredible. I know people like have questions, uh, you know, there is an aspect of Vivek Ramaswamy where like he's so he's so good at saying the right things. You're like, mm, did you have you always believed this? Are you just saying this now? Because he, he flip flops a little bit. You can look at some of his old books and he's not saying the things that he says now. But are we not glad that somebody is up on stage taking that stance? Not just saying like, well, we have to be compassionate and I want to hear from the medical providers. And he's just like, no, this is sick and wrong. This is a mental illness. I will ban genital mutilation and chemical castration, which is exactly what it is. Bravo. The most powerful M4's life formula yet. DNA Force Plus is now back in stock for 25% off while supplies last. This elite formula contains the most cutting-edge enzymes, potent antioxidants, and traditional naturally occurring ingredients to protect the vitality of your very DNA. The powerhouse ingredients in DNA Force Plus include PQQ, CoQ10, organic reishi mushroom, astrologus roots, rhodiola roots, and an array of even more incredible antioxidants and extracts carefully chosen to help support healthy heart function while promoting energy production down to the cellular level. Provide your cells and DNA with the protection they need and try a bottle of DNA Force Plus today for 25% off or for an additional 10% off grab the combo pack with DNA Force Plus and Body's Whole Support. These offers and so much more are only available at InfoWarsStore.com I'm a humble person and I want to say that I'm just a man but I'm not just a man just like you No matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. That's why the system hates you and fears you, and that's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me, not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because... You're a bad person because you're a good person, because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you to always remember 
that I appreciate you and I thank you because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Ladies and gentlemen, you may have seen it earlier, but Vitamin Mineral Fusion is back in stock and is now 25% off at InfoWarsStore.com. It is the platinum standard for advanced multivitamin formulas. And after being out of stock for months, there's no better time than now to make sure you're boosting your natural systems and getting essential vitamins, minerals, and nutrients with Vitamin Mineral Fusion back in stock, 25% off. Tastes great, gets you all of the vitamins and minerals you need for your daily existence. And it really is like everything. I mean, it really is everything. Oh, no. Yeah, we have one right here. I mean, you can just, you can just read through the ingredients list on this or the uh, supplement facts on this. Vitamin A, 144% daily value. Vitamin C, 1,000% daily value. Vitamin D, 125%. Vitamin E, vitamin uh, K, vitamin, or uh, th- uh, thiamine, rather, riboflavin, niacin, vitamin B6, you're getting 500% your daily value, folate, 250% daily value, vitamin B12, you're getting 4,000% your daily value. In other words, more than enough, plenty, plenty. It's also got magnesium, zinc, selenium, copper, mag- uh, manganese, chromium, like literally, I mean, there's just, it's, it's incredible. And it's just one scoop, put it in a smoothie or a glass of water or your coffee, if you're that type of person. And it really can make up for the fact that our food is completely denuded of uh, nutritional value at this point. You really have to be doing something, even if you eat healthily. The food you're eating is just, it's by nature of the soil depletion. And the pesticides and the pasteurization and processing it goes through, you're just not getting the nutrients you need. You have to be supplementing, and vitamin mineral fusion is an amazingly efficient way to do that, especially now that it's 25% off a true 360 win. You're getting a very powerful vitamin mineral supplement, and you're helping to keep this singular outlet for free speech on the air and in the fight against the globalist schemes, machinations conspiracies at work all around us and man we really are having uh, incredible success really incredible success in disrupting the plans i mean can you imagine how easy it would be for the globalist if infowars didn't exist if people countering their narrative weren't out there can you imagine being in a truly soviet system where every media outlet bar none every single one of them is purporting the same thing where they could lie about anything anytime and actually get away with it as much as they try to act like they're getting away with like that's what happens now is that they lie about everything and then they pretend that we don't exist they pretend that like infowars doesn't exist and all these right-wing gateway pundit and post-millennial and like all these people they pretend they don't exist 
but doesn't really work because we do exist and because we are providing the alternative narrative, a.k.a. the truth to people. So they, sped, they say a lie. We counter that lie. We expose that lie, and they just ignore us and keep going and pretend like we don't exist. But for the people in the audience, there's a huge number of people out there that are realizing this. Because, again, you can imagine being in a Soviet system where we didn't exist, where the right-wing you know, counter-revolutionaries weren't there to set things straight. People might know that what they're getting is not the truth, but that would be where it ended. They would just go, I don't really tr- – you know, the people in power, the uh, state news, they're not giving us the truth, but it's all we got. I mean that's what we have to rely on. They might get that it's not totally real, but – the truth wouldn't be out there anywhere. We actually provide the truth, which makes the liar's job significantly harder and makes the fact that they just continue with their lies really, really degrade their trustworthiness. Right? When people see that they lie, see that they refuse to acknowledge their lie and just continue lying, slowly but surely, one by one, Americans are leaving the plantation, leaving the mental prison of mainstream news and finding alternative sources of information. So thank God that we still have the – thank God we have the First Amendment in the first place, and thank God we continue to uh, express that. And we have a couple of illustrations of this. We'll go first to this video by – it was actually posted by Elon Musk, clip number five. Again, this is the type of thing that is only possible because we have free speech. And you don't even have to have a Chinese or Soviet-style censorship regime to prevent this. I wouldn't be surprised if this type of video would get you on some sort of list in a place like the UK or anywhere in Europe. These free democracies, these liberal democracies who throw more people into prison for their speech than Russia does these days – or than any other country does outside of like maybe the Middle East or, or China, but that's just because their speech is dangerous to democracy. Of course, of course, yes. Voting is dangerous to democracy as well. Apparently, voting and, and uh, we really are at the point where like the people in power are telling us to save democracy, we have to accept totalitarianism. To save freedom, we have to become authoritarian. And they're actually selling war is, is peace and freedom is slavery. It, it is dystopian. But let's go to clip number five here. This is uh, Elon Musk posted this. He said, have you heard disinformation? Let's watch. 100%, 100% effectiveness. 100% effectiveness of the vaccine. Headline after headline tells you it's 100% effective. Uh, well, 99. Okay, so it's 99%, 98, 97. It's 96.7%. Per, it's okay. It's a little over 95. Okay, it's 95. 94%, 93% effective. The vaccine is certainly 90% effective. We're absolutely sure that it's at least 87%, 86, 85, 84, 83, maybe 82, 81. Look, it's dropping. Okay, the effectiveness is dropping. It's dropping rapidly. It's dropping like a rock. It's down to 75%. Now it's down to 74%. 73, 72. 71, 70. That's like a countdown. It's like uh, it's some sort of rocket blast. This is amazing. Now we're down to 60. We're down to 58. Well, we're about halfway effective now. Gee, it's dropped precipitously. Remember when they were saying it was 100 like 10 seconds ago? Wow, things change, don't they? 
40 percent. Yeah, 39. Okay, so 30, 20 percent. 20, it's at least, now you have to get your boosters. Uh, now you need more. You've got to make sure we clarify that with people. It has nothing to do whether or not it's some boosters. Booster here, booster there. just stop let's just stop let's no more let's stop Uh, that's enough that's enough of that (laughs) disinformation and these are the people that want to uh, police your speech i want to stop you from speaking out against them of course we have been exposing this for a very long time we'll go ahead and go to clip two here we won't be able to finish it but somebody put this together uh Twitter user, just showing that we have been right about COVID since before most people even knew what it was, going all the way back to 2020. Clip number two. Let's watch. Alex Jones was right. I'm not sure who posted this. I'd give him credit, but um, great little collection, a little montage of clips from all the way back in uh, 2020. Fauci did it. that created the virus. Gave it to China, released it, covered it up. It was cooked up by Homeland Security under Obama. They have a Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation spokesperson meeting with Democrats and with EU leaders calling for the CIA and FBI to treat anti-vaxxers like Al-Qaeda and, quote, disrupt us. Now, that term means kill us. The Pentagon and the CIA need to shut us down as terrorists. I'm going to show you the quotes. They call us terrorists. Biden suppressing that it was a Chinese bioweapon with the globalist, with the U.N. for a worldwide power grab. And the FBI and the DIA have had this intelligence for months, Alex, for months, Alex, and they are sitting on it because they know, like we've reported, Fauci's involved, Obama's involved, Google's involved, Facebook is involved. So they have to cover all this up. It wasn't just Big Pharma. It was the government coming in and, and giving taxpayer money to that local popular station in Houston so that they would, again, control the narrative. They were getting money from the government to promote these vaccines. What happens if they think it comes from a lab? And it's Avril Haines, current director of the DNI, head of the DNI. Uh, saying, well, we have ways of covering that. Well, we have ways of stopping that type of speculation. Don't you worry about that. So they've been involved in Corona since the beginning. They carried out Event 201. They worked with Peter Daszak and EcoHealth Alliance to create the virus, and they helped cover up the origin. It's come out that Fauci quarterbacked and commanded with the Rockefeller Foundation. 2020 to 2023, we have had their number the entire time. It's all a scam. Orchestrated by the intelligence agencies to enslave the world. is back. The ultimate turmeric product on the market has returned to InfoWarsStore.com and is now 25% off for a limited time. Utilized for thousands of years, turmeric is one of the most studied medicinal herbs today. Hundreds of peer-reviewed scientific articles are published every year on the chemistry and therapeutic potential of turmeric and its active components. Bodies will reduce inflammation throughout the body, help boost and support flexibility, increase mobility, assist in joint function, bolster your immune system, 
system, and so much more. Regular turmeric from the store contains about 1-5% to of the active ingredient curcuminoids, but our super powerful extract using bodies contains over 95% of the active ingredients in turmeric. No other product can compare with this curcuminoid delivery system, so if you want to put the true power of turmeric to the test, then look no further. Grab yourself a bottle today for 25% off at InfoWarsStore.com and put your body at ease. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. In a civilization that increasingly normalizes criminal activity, whether it's Biden and son hell-bent on belittling the American taxpayer, the U.S. Constitution, and foreign policy in a futile effort to protect the code to their personal nepotistic ATM machine, or sleazy Senator Bob Menendez taking payment and gold bars to get his banker buddy off the hook and sell us all out to the Egyptians. The indictment alleges that Hana, Uribe, and Davies provided bribes in the form of cash, gold, home mortgage payments, a low-show or a no-show job for Nadine Menendez, a Mercedes-Benz, and other things of value to the senator and his wife. The corruption is far more rampant than anyone realizes, as those examples merely scrape the surface. Whether it's the gold that disappeared on 9-11, or the blaze that engulfed the state-of-the-art fire prevention facility at the TD Ameritrade Bartlett Warehouse, where 60 hedge funds had been put under investigation the day before by the DOJ, where the burning evidence was quickly hauled away in direct violation of OSHA safety requirements, and all questions were ignored by the gatekeepers at the SEC and the DOJ. Flames and clouds of smoke still bursting across Bartlett today as crews are now on day two of battling this warehouse fire. The fire that started in the middle of the building quickly spread as the warehouse was filled with thousands of boxes holding paper documents. Those documents now scattered as debris on the ground right next to the warehouse. As the days roll on and these events stack up, this terrorism we face as a nation isn't merely emanating from another continent. The most dangerous terrorist threat to our homeland is white supremacy. It isn't a toothless, domestic, homegrown supremacist with a third-grade education. I think Biden's better than Trump because he sends rockets to Ukraine. <laughs> in, in support of Ukraine, you mean? Hell, Ukraine. Hell, Aza. Love Ukraine. It isn't some cogent free speech warrior engulfed in truth, as the prostitutes would have you believe from their holier-than-thou teleprompters. Owen Troyer did not enter the Capitol building, but he did lead rioters in chants near the top of the building's steps. He pleaded guilty to a misdemeanor charge of illegally entering a restricted area and faces a maximum of one year behind bars. Sentencing is set for September. Troyer is one of two InfoWars employees arrested at the Capitol but so far, that has not included the founder, Alex Jones. As the Canadian Parliament rises for not one, but two standing ovations for a former Ukrainian Nazi SS officer, a former Nazi collaborator freely decimates America. My understanding is, is that you went out with this protector of yours who swore that you were uh, his adopted godson. Yes, yes. 
went out, in fact, and helped in the confiscation of property from the Jews. That's right. But it was it created no no problem at all. No feeling of guilt. No. George Soros is casually directing with his billion dollar hedge fund known as the Quantum Group of Funds, fueling a network of nonprofit infiltration zealotry, a gluttonous display of mind boggling permissions courtesy of the sellouts on Capitol Hill to allow vested New World Order interests to tweak the levers of the Republic on every level. This is the subtle imminent threat that must come to an end, or Soros will bring the United States to an end. The truth is rising like the sun in the east, awakening an ocean of hearts and minds simply identifying as we the people, grasping to inevitably restore the providence eroded by a century of sabotage. John Bound reporting. Here we go, ladies, John Bound, the hedge fund terrorist exclusive report at band.video. And I mean, let's be clear, the world is not run by Nazis, but it's astonishing the number of these world manipulators who have ties to the Nazis. Klaus Schwab's dad ran a factory with Jewish slave labor. Uh, Madeleine Albright's dad was a, a collaborator. George Soros himself was a collaborator. They all seem to have sort of malleable morals when it comes to uh, Nazism. That's kind of weird. Kind of Putting the power of conversation into the caller's hands. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, info warriors all. Welcome back to the show. Still so many videos to show you, so much stuff to cover. We're going to take your phone calls this hour. I'll go ahead and open up the phone lines now. Why not? The number to dial is 1-877-789-2539, 1-877-789-2539. Give us a call here at American Journal taking your calls soon. And uh, while I'm talking about comments from the audience, I just got a, a Twitter message from uh, Aaron Morse. He says, I can't call in because I have meetings all day, but I had a story regarding Ben Shapiro. My stepdaughter's father used to call me racist and a hillbilly for supporting Trump. In the past year, he started watching Ben Shapiro and identifying with a lot of the ideas put forth by that network and coming around to reality. I told my stepdaughter, Ben Shapiro is the gateway drug. I'm going to start sending him some real links. He'll be bumping rails of truth bombs off the InfoWars network by fall. <laughs> That's the way that it works. <laughs> that is the way that it works. Ben Shapiro, the true gateway drug to truth. That's true. I can't, I can't hate on people for, for listening to Ben Shapiro. I really can't. I know a lot of people in my own, in my personal life. He's a smart guy. He's a smart guy. He's well-spoken. Well, what, what are we supposed to say? Yeah, and you know, you know, one of the things that, that I did enjoy about his podcast during the, uh, the Trump years, right? Mm -hmm. uh, those were great years. But uh, a lot of people were super pro-Trump, and they were super anti-Trump. And he was willing to talk about – he actually had a segment where it Good had Trump, a, bad Trump? Yeah. yeah. All right, first off, Ben, if you're listening – Good Lord, man. Uh, that theme song was horrible. But <laughs> but the content was okay. All right? And you were, you were at least okay. honest. Right? You were willing to go both ways. Yeah. Ben Shapiro, willing to go both ways. That's the headline we, we have for you here. All right. We got, we got a lot of uh, politics still to, to talk about. 
everything's just so goofy. Everything's so goofy and weird. There is some pushback to the just plummeting standards of the left, which is nice to see. Uh, first, a mysterious story. I got no idea what's going on here. Just uh, right out in front. This is bizarre. This is a bizarre occurrence, and I don't know what to make of it. Story from Fox Banger. Uh, like Bangor, like I guess Bangor, Maine. It's this local Fox affiliate, but they say Arizona, maybe there's a Bangor, uh, Arizona, but uh, Arizona governor mysteriously steps down for one day. On Wednesday evening, the Arizona treasurer announced that she will be serving as acting governor beginning later this evening until mid-morning tomorrow amid the mysterious disappearance of Governor Katie Hobbs. Okay. So in a press release on X, Arizona Treasurer Kimberly Yee announced her brief tenure as acting governor, saying that she is pleased to step in this role. The Republican state treasurer noted that during her less than 24 hours as acting governor, she would refrain from confirming the 13 agencies that still hold the vacancies and wait for the Democratic governor to fill them upon her return. Uh, what? That's what? Return from where? Where did she go? What is what is happening? What are the details here? And there, there aren't any. I can't find them. You can find a couple stories on this, but they're all the same. Arizona governor mysteriously steps down for one day. But why and what? And does this happen? Is this a thing that happens? I've never seen this happen. It's not like you have to be in the state to be the governor. Hell, Ron DeSantis goes to Israel. He's still the governor when he's in Israel. What is happening here? What is this? I, I just – I genuinely don't understand. And again, there's no comment on it. Ye refrained to comment – Ye refrained to comment on the governor's absence in a press release and did not immediately respond to Fox News' digital's request for clarification. Hobbs also did not immediately respond to Fox News Digital's request for comment. Well, Hobbs is gone apparently. We don't know where she is. I'm sorry. I wish I had more to add to it, but I, I just don't. But there's been a, there was a lot of like misinterpretation of this. There was a lot of people on Twitter posting the press release and being like, "Katie Hobbs stepped down as governor. Like it's happening. You know, they're not. Uh, yeah, she's been in, she's been indicted, or you know, the, they're undoing the election, which would be nice. I mean, that would be nice to see, but." She's just stepping down for a day. Again, I don't know. I don't know, but that's very weird. No, no, have you all ever heard of this happening? Has this ever happened before? The governor just being like, I don't want to be governor on Thursday. <laughs> okay, I, I don't know. It's weird. Now, if I was ye, I might not give it back. I don't know. I might not. I might just be like, you know, oh, you want to make me governor? All right, yeah, that sounds good. She's like, okay, I'm back. It's like, oh, really? Because I'm governor now. You can't just come back. You got to go win an election, lady. I'm governor. I will be appointing positions to all these uh, places. I, I don't know.
Very odd, very weird, very strange. Oh, I'm just like brainstorming. Like, what? What would? Why would somebody do that? Why would you step down for a day? Like, what is the play here? What is going on? Is she having surgery? Is she having some sort of medical intervention where she's going to be like unconscious for 12 hours while they give her an eyebrow lift? I it's it's very weird. So I don't know if anybody, if any callers have any things they can if they can elucidate us i would like to know what exactly uh so ye said in a post on x you know that being said i do hope when the governor returns to arizona she will promptly name qualified directors these important state agencies so i guess we know she's she's not in arizona okay very strange very very weird now, this two stories here that give me some glimmer of hope, but also illustrate the futility of doing things the way that we have for so long. Virginia Democrat Susanna Gibson's poll numbers plummet more than 10 percent percentage points after online hot wife experience sex scandal. So Suzanne Gibson's the Democrat candidate running for Virginia's House of Delegates who posted sex acts with her husband online dubbed hot wife experience while soliciting tips from their online audience. She's, she's what the kids call cam whore. She was a chatterbait cam whore debasing herself for tokens. Now, when you hear this, you expect it to be like a career ending sort of thing. You expect this type of embarrassing, degenerate, debased, immoral activity when it's outed you expect the politician who presents themselves as a moral upstanding ethical mother of two to just recede into the shadows just go whoops you found out who i really am my bad bye and just leave instead she went on the offensive like this is the modern world where it's like they find out that you are a digital whore instead of acknowledging and and bowing out for that you are like are you trying to shame me this is revenge porn this is a a sex attack against me for revealing what i do what i choose to do in public so it's kind of it was kind of troubling being like ah this is where we've fallen huh this is where we've fallen where it's not just we have politicians that are secretly perverts now there's going to be open perverts that was kind of upsetting to see uh just how brazen these people are now but apparently she's losing uh support like apparently maybe i maybe i uh, underestimated the democrats maybe there is some semblance of morality still burning like an ember in their cold dead hearts The InfoWars Live Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver has finally returned. To celebrate this powerful product's long-awaited homecoming, we're slashing $10 off the asking price, passing the savings on to you. Silver Bullet is the answer to Alex's extensive search for a powerful colloidal silver product that utilizes high-quality processes that has applications for both preparedness and regular use. Concentrated to 30 parts per million in a pure base of deionized water, 
This survival silver is the perfect fit for you and your family's routine and emergency supply. Beloidal silver is an amazing natural product that can assist your body's many healing processes. Do a deep dive, research the possibilities of colloidal silver yourself, and don't miss out on this limited time offer of $10 off. Try InfoWars Life Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver today. Available right now at InfoWarsStore.com. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda in the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Look, I know the supernatural is something that isn't supposed to happen, but it does happen. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We have a lot of interesting callers, a lot of names I don't recognize today, so I'm excited to go out to those. Just sticking for a moment with the political realm. Again, just like, uh, you know, this woman who is an amateur porn star running for Congress, having her campaign severely damaged by the revelation that she, as a mother of two, gets naked in front of a webcam for digital tokens, actually seems to have uh, damaged her prospects, which is, which is nice. It's nice to know that there's still some people that recognize that you can't just tolerate everything, that there's a reason we have standards and decency because it reflects an overall moral standpoint. You know, it's one of those things that's like it, it reflects on everything else that you do in your in your life, right? It's like if you're the type of person that's willing to debase yourself or that like does this sort of thing, it like it points to an overall defect in your spirit. Like that's what it stands for. In the same way that like if somebody like Chris Christie is out there looking like a blimp, it's like It's not just food that he probably has no self-control with. You're saying like hints at other things that may be affected by this, decisions he makes where what's best or what's healthy or what's, you know, when moderation is required, maybe his brain is not exactly wired that way. Like it hints at other things that are wrong and bad in their personality 
So it's nice to see that uh, regular Democratic voters are not open yet to accepting people like her as their representatives. And similar to that, you have the Senate unanimously voting to restore dress code in a humiliating rebuke to Chuck Schumer and Slob Fetterman. I do love the gateway pundit. They say the Senate voted unanimously to restore the dress code for men Wednesday evening in a humiliating rebuke to Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, who unilaterally dropped the unwritten but traditional dress code to accommodate the arrested development obsession of Senator John Fetterman to dress like a teenage pothead. <laughs> and again, this just points to like. Like Chuck Schumer is the type of guy that like it doesn't matter what it is it doesn't matter what the what the standard is what the previous moral stance is of the community he's just he's he wants to tear it all down like whatever it is they want to tolerate everything for no reason for no reason right it's not like fetterman has some reason why he can't dress like a human being like an adult person there's no excuse to it it's not like well you know he just he doesn't know how to do buttons, so we have to let him wear sweatpants. Like he's a, If he can't dress nicely, he can't be senator. It's not that complicated. But they don't need a reason. They're just like, oh, another standard to diminish? Oh, another mark of civilization to undermine? Great, let's do it. And again, it sort of, it sort of goes across the board where you just – it doesn't matter what it is. If it's a tradition, they're against it. If it's a standard, they want to lower it. What drives this impulse? I don't know. I'm at a loss. Like, has anybody asked them why? I'd love to hear the argument if there is one. Because the argument for why you have to dress nicely as a senator is pretty obvious. It's out of respect for the institution. It's out of respect for your fellow senators. It's out of respect for the people that voted for you to be in that place. Why do I wear a suit on the show every day? Out of respect for the audience, out of respect for the platform that I've been given. Also to signal to anybody who tunes in that I'm not a pathetic slob. I've sort of got my life together. (laughs) That actually have the time and discipline to try to look nice every day even if i don't succeed all the time even if my hair has other plans for us i at least give it a shot (laughs) again out of respect for you but also as a signal to your fellow human beings that you are you have your that you have your life together that you're you're actually capable of of maintaining civilization there's lots of reasons why you should have a uniform I love that, you know, it's just like, it's, to me, it's just an encapsulation. It's like a microcosm of just the degradation that we've been subjected to for the last century or so. Where it's just like, we're like, yeah, we have very basic standards. Like, it's not extraordinary. It's not over the, you know, it's not, it's not outrageous. It's just like, well, you just have to like wear a tie. It's not that bad. It's not like we're the, the Puritans where it's like, You have to be an elder of the church to have that buckle on your hat. Like, you know, these aren't sartorial laws that we have here. It's just very basic, minimal requirements 
out of respect for one another and out of respect for the institution. And then you've got just – like all it takes is one guy just being like, uh, can we get rid of those? And somebody else like Chuck Schumer is like, yes, we can, absolutely. Why? I don't know. We're just doing it. We're getting rid of the standards. Why? There's no reason. We just want to. We want to diminish the respect that everybody has. We want to look stupid and slovenly. Like why? Why? It just takes one other person to be like, why do you want to get rid of the dress code? What's the reason? You're just lazy? You're just – you just don't have respect for yourself or – this institution, there's no reason. So good for uh, Joe Manchin and Mitt Romney, of all people, co-sponsoring this bill. It, again, this microcosm where it's like we have these standards that are unwritten, that are just sort of understood and out of respect for the institution. Everybody just adheres to them. And then you've got somebody for no discernible reason other than their own laziness and, and slovenliness wants to get rid of these rules wants to flout these rules and stand apart in this sort of egotistical, self-aggrandizing, I'm too good for wearing suits publicity stunt. And so then we have to codify the rule. Then it's like, all right, now we actually do have to have a rule. It was just like chill before. It was chill. It was fine. It was cool. Everybody was just like went along with it. But because you people can't be expected to just be decent human beings, now we have to put it in – into law. Now we have to codify it. Now it have to, has to actually be a rule. Now you're making the institution be more parental and rigid. It, just, it, it reminds me of the, the idea of like you know, the transgender books in schools where it's like we didn't have laws being like you can't teach kids this crap in elementary school because just nobody did it because it was just understood because you have a decent moral population they don't require laws to keep them in order but the more you just degrade and ignore basic standards the more laws we have to make just to force you because you won't just do it yourself because you can't be relied upon because you are not decent honorable people you have to be forced into it. So we have to write laws we have not had this many of our best-selling products back in stock in years because of supply chain breakdowns and all the rest of the stuff that's going on. And these are game-changing products. It's like our information's game-changing. These products are incredible. And I'm personally glad that these are now back in stock. All three of the InfoWars Platinum flagship products that have been sold out for months are now back in stock, but a very limited run because we only had a budget to get three or 4,000 bottles of each one of these. I think we've got... 4,000 bottles of the HGH Max Boost that people love so much. We've got about 4,000 bottles of 1776 Testosterone Boost that just came in. And we've got about 3,000 bottles of Pain MD, incredible natural pain reliever situation. All three of these are back in stock, and they're incredible, and they fund our operation at InfoWarsStore.com. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. Where the free thinkers unite. Welcome to the American Journal with Harrison Smith. 
Welcome back, folks. We'll go out to your calls this segment and for the rest of uh, the show today. Still some more stories to cover and some more videos to show you, including I'm going to go to um, Mark Milley responding to comments by Trump suggesting Milley deserved to be executed. That's the punishment for treason. And General Milley committed treason. So that's confusing to the leftist. We also want to talk a little bit about the uh, auto worker strike. It's becoming a big political hot potato. (laughs) Before we do, Elon Musk says AOC, quote, not that smart after she compared the migrant crisis to Ellis Island. Elon Musk reiterated his long-running – reignited his long-running feud with Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez by calling her not that smart after the progressive lawmaker claimed New York City's migrant crisis paled in comparison to the number of people who claim – who came to U.S. to the U.S. through Ellis Island more than a century ago. These numbers, when it comes to people coming into New York City today, are nothing. I'm telling you nothing compared to the daily amounts of people that we saw coming in through Ellis Island in the first half of last century. Ocasio-Cortez said in a video post to her Instagram account on Friday, we had seen just huge numbers of people coming in per day that far eclipsed what we're seeing right now, said the Democrat who represents parts of Queens and the Bronx. Her attempt to play down the current crisis was lambasted on social media as the video was posted by Musk-owned X, posted to Musk-owned X, a site formerly known as Twitter. Ashley St. Clair said, girl math is saying immigrants come legally through Ellis Island is the same as three million undocumented workers pouring through our borders and costing New York City a billion dollars to house migrants for free in hotels. Musk responded to that post by saying, she's just not that smart. She's just not that smart. Last year, the mogul uh, Musk responded to a tweet about some billionaire with an ego problem by joking, stop hitting on me, I'm really shy, which of course is a you know, parody of AOC saying that people talking about how dumb and incapable she is is really because they want to date her. And she, how did she respond to this? Because she responded in a, in a funny way. She was just like, oh, yeah. I must be so dumb to get elected as a congresswoman in my – as if we don't know her history, as if everybody who cares isn't aware that she was literally recruited by a group of progressive socialists who basically ran her entire campaign and held auditions to find the puppet that they would put into place. She didn't earn anything on her own. She didn't have a groundswell of support. It's literally an algorithmic takeover of a vulnerable seat because the guy that previously occupied it was white. And they realized they could take advantage of the racial demographic makeup of the congressional district to put a young, dumb Latina in there and uh, manipulate the people to vote on somebody who is literally completely without qualifications or experience. Who's kind of dumb. She's kind of a little bit – she's a little bit dumb. I just think it's funny that the Democrats have this sort of – keep using this word, but it's apt. So uh, schizophrenic. They have like a schizophrenic relationship with history where it's like if you say that things were better in the 50s, that means you are a racist. That means you are a KKK member that wants Jim Crow back. If you think things used to be better before, the only thing that's changed is that we're more tolerant. You must be a bigot if you say that. But then they like uphold and uplift 
It's the, I guess it's the only thing. It's the only thing they actually like from 100 years ago was their fantasy of the immigration policy, was their misreading and misapplication and misinterpretation of history in that they think that the borders were open because Ellis Island existed. And they love that and they want that. And that's great. But any other th- if you ever say anything else about the past, you're a bigot and a racist. Very selective on what they appreciate about history. Now, the difference, there's a couple differences here. One is that the UN didn't exist and wasn't actively invading our country with millions of people. The people that actually came to America in that case did so, first of all, legally by going through Ellis Island in a controlled process where there were strict limitations and limitations as to the race you could be in the countries you could come from if you wanted to become an American citizen. Also, so these people brought themselves. They weren't carried here. They weren't brought in by the American government actually facilitating the influx. They also had to cross an entire ocean to get here, meaning that if things didn't work out, they couldn't just wander on back home. Right When you actually have to make some sort of investment to get here, you're actually far more likely to actually engage in the culture and like make it a full commitment. They also didn't get free hotel rooms when they got here. There was no welfare state for them to take advantage of. When they came to America from in Ellis Island, from overseas, this was a permanent life-changing event that they were embarked upon and they were actually ready and willing and able to become Americans and work and if they didn't work then they would starve or fail or be sent back but uh, but what they know is that Ellis Island exists so therefore we can't have borders anymore that's the level of um, intelligence that AOC uh, has on display She's just brilliant. With that, we got to your phone calls. Allison Georgia has called in about local news, uh, talking about Social Security being reduced. Go ahead, Allison. Uh, Alice, you're on the air from Georgia. Hi, Harrison. Um, I'm going to try not to take too much of your time or any of the caller's time. Um, but I just wanted to uh, get you to weigh in on this, I guess. Um, so basically, when I was a toddler, I was diagnosed with a rare degenerative uh, eye disorder that prevents me, like as an adult now, to be able to go out and work. Um, I don't even have the legal uh, vision scale, I guess, to get a license. Um, but as I got older, I tried going out into the world and, you know, working and stuff. It didn't work out. It was very hard, as you can imagine. Um, so I'm strictly relying on my husband working a full-time job and he doesn't make terrible money but obviously with like the Biden economy he's just really not cutting it and I'm relying on what I'm receiving each month from my disability uh income well I saw an alarming uh report at our uh Atlanta local station basically saying that we are going to be having to pay back thousands and thousands um, there was one couple who reported on there who, I guess her husband was an officer who got shot in the forehead in the line of duty. And so he's been relying on disability. He received a letter in the mail that said he owes like several thousands of dollars. 
And they've reduced his check from like 900 to like 100. Wow. And they have kids and stuff they have to support too. And basically what their excuse was is that they are overpaying these people um, money when I have a very hard time believing that considering the fact that we're still funding Ukraine, we're funding like the immigration situation. And I just want to have you weigh in on that. Um, also, this isn't the first time that I've seen letters like that back in the Obama administration. I did receive letters in the mail in the past saying that they overpaid and it was more like $40 or $10 or $20. So they would reduce it by like, a, you know, 10, 20, 30. Um, but now it's like in the hundreds and I haven't received that letter yet. Apparently in this report, they've already sent out millions and millions of letters to different people around the country. And there's still millions of uh, people more that they're having to send those out to. Um, hmm. And yeah, when I, when Trump was in office, however, I was getting an increase in Social Security. But I'm afraid of even checking my mailbox now because I don't want to see. I don't want to receive that check or that um that letter. Yeah, <laughs> like it's very All disturbing. Right. That's very troubling. I hadn't heard that, but I've just been uh, googling while listening to you, and uh, I'll cover what I've found on the other side. Thank you for making us aware of this because yeah, I had not heard that before you called in. Thank you. We'll we'll address it on the other side. Stay with us. I have been in a 28 year marathon battle with a globalist. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalist at point blank range in the information war, but I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason you've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the new world order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. We have not had this many of our best-selling products back in stock in years because of supply chain breakdowns and all the rest of the stuff that's gone on. And these are game-changing products. It's like our information's game-changing. These products are incredible. And I'm personally glad that these are now back in stock. All three of the InfoWars Platinum flagship products that have been sold out for months are now back in stock, but a very limited run because we only had a budget to get three or 4,000 bottles of each one of these. I think we've got 4,000 bottles of the HGH Max Boost that people love so much. We've got about 4,000 bottles of 1776 testosterone boost that just came in. And we've got about 3,000 bottles of Pain MD, incredible natural pain reliever situation. All three of these are back in stock and they're incredible and they fund our operation at InfoWarsStore.com. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. We'll go out to your phone calls here in just a second. I did not 
been aware of this until our caller, Alice from Georgia, called in and told us. Apparently, this is a uh, really big deal. From KFF Health News, Social Security overpays billions to people, many on disability, that it demands the money back. I mean, I think we, sh- we all know at this point that Social Security itself is a massive Ponzi scam that is responsible for so many problems that we have in this country and is an incredibly inefficient way to manage retirement funds. The average person would be far, far better served if they're able to keep and invest their own money than hand it over to the government and receive some percentage back. But when it comes to – and I, you know, I guess this is just the – is the problem with socialism, right? And even defining what socialism is gets murky because the socialists like to argue that if you are against socialism, they're like, oh, so you don't like having a fire station near your house? And it's like they, they like to act like anything the government does for the benefit of the community, for the benefit of their actual citizens is socialism. So if you're against the total takeover of the corporate world and the managing of the money through the government entirely and the socialist paradigm, which is total subjection to the state for every individual. Like if you're against that, you therefore think the government should just destroy its own people. Like it's, it's so nonsensical and ridiculous because it eliminates the ability to have a nuanced, considerate conversation in any of this where you go, Yeah, I think it's good for us as a first world, powerful, incredibly rich country to have programs through the government. That's the best way to do it through the government to help people that actually are disabled, like through no fault of their own, have are born with a congenital disease or some disability that prevents them from being a productive member of society. They're forced to rely on the generosity of Friends and family, like, yeah, as a society, we should pitch in to help that person out. Somebody shouldn't be living on the streets in America because they, you know, were, were born with legs that don't work or whatever. I think that's, that's a fine thing. But then it's like, okay, so if you think that special needs people could get a little help from the government, I guess you agree that we should be supporting 100 million People that just choose not to work and go on welfare and just live forever as a ward of the state in generational after generation. It's like, no, there's a middle ground here. We can take care of the people that need to be taken care of, and everybody who doesn't need to be taken care of can take care of themselves. That's the way that it should operate. But then you even question whether that's a good idea because clearly the government is entirely incapable of managing the most simple beneficiary charitable plans, and it actually always massively backfires constantly. And this is just – I mean the, the level of incompetence from the government. It's that typical thing where like you know, if, you, if they demand something from you and you don't give it to them in a timely manner, they're charging you late fees – They're garnishing your wages. They're throwing you in prison. They're sending agents to kick your door down and haul you away in chains, right? But then when – if they miss a payment, it's just like, well, that's just the bureaucracy. Sorry, we'll get that out to you as soon as possible. It will be nine years. 
And there's just not no recourse whatsoever. Just they get to do whatever the hell they want, make whatever mistakes they can make, and there's no no redress whatsoever is possible for the average person. But then when it's on you, when it's coming on you to make a payment or to correct a mistake, they will just like take control of your bank account and just take the money out. That seems to be actually what's happening here. Uh, there's this woman uh, had to get an artificial heart valve at age 20. She has cerebral palsy, palsy and an intellectual disability. A year ago, she was earning $862 a month and receiving about $1,000 in monthly Social Security disability benefits. When a letter arrived from the federal government, the Social Security Administration had been overpaying her, the letter said, and wanted the money back. Within 30 days, it said she should mail the government a check or money order for $60,000. Social Security should be to help people, not to destroy them, said Addie Arnold, world's aunt and caregiver. And again, as, as our caller Alice pointed out, we have hundreds of billions of dollars just at the drop of a hat for waging war in Ukraine. We have hundreds of billions of dollars for taking care of and giving, by the way, $2,000 checks per month to every Mexican that scrambles across the border, to every Honduran that hitches a ride with the UN to El Paso. Infinite money for them. They get a hotel room. They get a cell phone. They get checks. Aren't even American. While you have people born here, families have been here for generation upon generation, having some physical disability and are getting like a pittance. And then they're like, ah, we, it turns out we gave you too much for the last 20 years. You have to pay us all of it back now. I don't know if it's me. It's like you made the mistake. That's on you. It's entirely on you. But, of course, it's government, so that just means it's on us. It means we'll have to pay for the makeup of this. So the Social Security Administration is trying to reclaim billions of dollars from many of the nation's poorest and most vulnerable payments it sent them but now says should have never, should never have been received. So they're basically punishing people for cashing the checks that they were sent. As if people are supposed to, like, do the accounting for Social Security and be like, they're paying me too much and, like, report it and send it back, which they don't even have a process to do that. So, like, there's nothing these people who are now being asked to repay could have done to prevent being overpaid. They were never made aware that they were being overpaid. And I'll read you, like, 20 years this can go on. And then they go, oh, you owe us 20 years worth of overpayment. You owe us $100,000. These people who are earning, what's that, $24,000 a month, right? This woman uh, earns about $2,000 a month or $24,000 a year, I mean. It's like poverty level wages. $60,000. So just literally impossible for her to pay back. She'll just never, she'll never be able to pay that back ever. They'll keep taking money. They'll set up a plan with her to take like $100 out of every paycheck she gets for the rest of her life. Even though they'll never get the money back that they sent her, which they don't deserve. I mean, you sent it to them. That's on you. So just insane. During the 2020 fiscal year, 2022 fiscal year, the agency clawed back $4.7 billion of overpayments, while another $21.6 billion remained outstanding. Tens of billions of dollars just being f wasted by our government. Again, at a time, I mean, it's 
It's like the same thing that happened with the COVID funds where like hundreds of billions of dollars illegitimately flowed out of the government coffers to people that don't deserve it. Now they're having to go back and try to claw that money back. It'll never happen. One consequence is a costly collection effort for the government and a potentially devastating ordeal for the beneficiary. We have an overpayment crisis on our hands, says Rebecca Vallis, senior fellow at the Century Foundation think tank. Overpayments push already struggling beneficiaries even deeper into poverty and hardship, which is directly counterproductive to the goals of safety net programs. Social Security Administration declined to interview an interview request from KFF Health News and Cox Media Group would field only field questions submitted by email. Again, you know, this is the bureaucratic future. Like this is this is our future. It's just massive abuses, massive misappropriation and misattribution and mishandling of funds by the government. And then just no human to talk to, even for the media. It's just like, we'll respond by email. And then they don't. It's just no uh, accountability whatsoever for the people that cause all of this. But they do have access to your paychecks and will be garnishing your money and depriving you of very little that you earn if you're somebody on disability who actually deserves and should be given you know, supplemental money to, to help you live your life because by no fault of your own, you're, you're kept out of the workforce. The agency rejected a May 2022 F- Freedom of Information Act request for documents of every overpayment notice sent over several years. Most are on disability. Most cannot afford the, to repay the government. Overpayment can result from Social Security making a mistake or from beneficiaries failing to comply with the requirements intentionally or otherwise, but much of the fault lies within the system. For example, the rules are complex and hard to follow. Limits on what beneficiaries can save or own have not been adjusted for inflation in decades. The Social Security Administration does not have adequate staffing to keep up with its workload, much of which is done by hand. The system has built-in lags in checking information, such as beneficiaries' income, and relies heavily on data submitted by beneficiaries themselves, which they don't actually give you easy way to report keep covering this on the other side because this whole article is pretty important i think the infowars live silver bullet colloidal silver has finally returned to celebrate this powerful product's long-awaited homecoming we're slashing ten dollars off the asking price passing the savings on to you Silver Bullet is the answer to Alex's extensive search for a powerful colloidal silver product that utilizes high-quality processes that has applications for both preparedness and regular use. Concentrated to 30 parts per million in a pure base of deionized water, this survival silver is the perfect fit for you and your family's routine and emergency supply. Colloidal silver is an amazing natural product that can assist your body's many healing processes. Do a deep dive research the possibilities of colloidal silver yourself and don't miss out on this limited time offer of ten dollars off try infowars life silver bullet colloidal silver today available right now at infowarsstore.com